can only do what it lets us do. <laughs> we can, can only do, do what the wind, wind, wind takes us, kitten. <laughs> Playing my bongos going down the stairs. <laughs> Sheldon shouldn't play bongos going down the stairs. <laughs> oh, hello, suspendies. It's been forever. It feels like it's been forever. It's been Actually, forever. Well, it has, because I was sick. Yes. And then we were both sick in the mind. Sick of life, sick and tired of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we felt like we were just not going to have our usual, like, witty repartee. Our smoothman groove. Yeah. It was an awesome singer on YouTube. <laughs> they did throw off our groove. They should be thrown out a window. Sorry. <laughs> they wouldn't say sorry. They will never say sorry. <laughs> That's not how this works. That is not how That's this not works. How any of this works. Right? <sighs> well, although I've seen you, how are you, Jen? It's good. Today is good. Today is good. Today is good. Today is a good day. It is. Yeah, we went to farmer's market, uh-huh. even though we are blanketed in smoke. Yes. We braved the elements. Hey, bra- yeah. <laughs> yeah, mom was like, how was it out there? And I'm like, it's kind of the same. She's like, it's not more. And I'm like, it didn't feel like more. No, but it's heavily fire. <laughs> it's very heavily fire. Yes. Yes. Pray, give positive vibes to the universe, whatever you do. Make Think oh. rain for Colorado, please. Rain, rain, rain. We need the rain. Desperately. <laughs> so bad. Our entire, like, mountain area on one side is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I should, oh, I should ask Mike to actually send me that picture. Yeah. Because, like, one of his friends, or someone he knows, took mm-hmm. a picture, like, on top of the monument. Yeah. And, like, it's... It looks like a barren wasteland? Well, no, because, like, you can, so, like, he's, or it's not the Mesa, the, uh-huh. he's on top of the monument. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and so, Plastic. like, it's, for lack of a better word, it looks really cool. Because, oh, like, wow. you can see all of Fruta and then just Nothing. the fire. Wow. Like, it's, like, bright. Oh, wow. And it, I'm like, that's really cool, but really Scary. awful. Yeah. <laughs> awful. I should, I should, I should, I'll ask him to yeah. send me that picture. Because, uh, yeah, he showed me that today when I was getting my massage, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that is what we call no good. That is called no bueno. And we like, don't like it. It's one of those things where, like, it's terrible that it's happening, but yes. it's also, at least, it wasn't someone being stupid. Yes. Like, lightning. Fire. Yeah, like, lightning, you can't control that, but at least it wasn't someone like, I'm gonna start a fire because I'm cold in the 70 degree weather at night. Or I'm just gonna flick a cigarette butt out the window <sighs> as I'm driving, or drag some chains on the highway and start some sparks. Yeah, like the, that's the one in Glenwood, right? Yeah, that one, that was, uh, you know, said to have been started by a human. Way to go, stupid humans. Stupid human. We don't like them. Yeah. Yeah, one of my friends um, who I used to work at the radio station, he was posting pictures. Mm-hmm. He, went, he went up to Glenwood as like a, a self-cation thing. Yeah. And it's, oh God, it's so smoky up there. But like he took pictures of the uh, hot springs and there was like four people there. Wow. And I'm like, that part's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like, at least we're, like, the only ones here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, well, just take the happiness where you can get it. Exactly. Aw, Ooh, I do apologize. Blah. Oh, no, you are good. <laughs> God dang, I can't type. Of the fire. Yeah. <laughs> fire. You ever been cold shit? Try fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shit. love it. Yeah. Ugh. 
I only had like one drink. Why can't I see straight? Because <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long week. It's been a long two weeks. Yes. The what the one saving thing is like, oh, paycheck's gonna be really nice this time. Nice. <laughs> All right. All right. So exciting. So um, the same. Do you have any any news? None. None. <laughs> it's sushi for dinner. That was delicious. Yeah, yeah. Kunikos. Yes, Anyone yeah. who comes to Junction or is in Junction, yeah. you never had Kunikos. Do it. It's that's like legit Japanese street food. Like they have like legit ramen, which is dope. They have katsudon, which is a pork cutlet bowl. Oh, it's so good. Oh, did you, you like that? Yeah. Oh my god, so good. They tasty have tasty. Real good sushi. Mm-hmm. I'll make I'll make you katsudon sometimes. Yes, too. please. Yes, I do. Please do. And, uh, yeah, and they have this really tasty stuff. They have omusubi or onigiri, mm-hmm. depending on what you want to call it. Yeah. It's the, anyone who's ever watched anime ever, it's the little triangle rice ball things with yes. the seaweed. That was really good. Right? Yeah. Which, ugh, back in the 90s of horrible localization and dubbing, uh, Pokemon used to have those, and they okay. used to call them jelly donuts. Oh, Wow. They're not jelly donuts. They're not jelly donuts. No. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. It was fish in there. That was not jelly. <laughs> yeah, well, they also put um, pickled plums in them, too, oh. is another flavor that they oh. do. That would be tasty. Yeah, I have not tried the pickled plum, but no. I really want to. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it'd be a, it'd be an interesting flavor, but I think it'd yeah. be tasty. Exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. Good idea. Right. Um, I think this happened, like, maybe the week when I was sick, uh-huh. but super exciting news of things that we like, or at least things that I'm obsessed with. Yes. Has-been Hotel has been picked up by a TV network. Really? Yes. Which one? Do you um, know? I think it's A42. Okay. I want to say, um, they, they've apparently done a couple of other, uh, adult-ish cartoons. Okay. Before, so... But yeah, Hasbin has officially, they're going to be on TV. <laughs> oh, sweet. And I am so excited. It's going to have to be after 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> or that channel is going to have to be like unlocked by an adult. <laughs> right, or like Adult Swim or yeah, something. Yeah, it's going to have to be. Um, A24. Okay. A24 is the is studio. Is that like an online thing or is that that's just a studio? Yeah, that's the studio oh. name. Yeah, they... They all like they put out a tweet. Let's see, when did <laughs> when did they announce it? Yeah, um, the twentieth. Okay. Of August, and it oh. said, uh, "We're going straight to hell with Vimsy Pop." Hashtag Hasman Hotel coming to TV soon. Easy. All right. I'm so excited. She should be coming out with more episodes of Hell of a Boss soon too. Nice. So I saw oh, that, great. and I was like, "Ah, excitement!" There. When somebody gets their stuff picked up, the way it should be. Right. Oh, here we go. Here's the picture. Wow, that looks like a Mordor <laughs> with a, a you know a current city, right? Wow, yeah, like like I saw that, I was like, ooh, it's freaky, it's beautiful, but... and also terrifying at the same time, right? Yeah, this is us down here. Oh, he sent me another one too. <laughs> this is us. You are here. Is that no? That doesn't that doesn't look like where we're at. But that's just another <laughs> one he accidentally sent me. Right. I don't think that's... I think that's a fire somewhere else. Yeah. Maybe Glenwood? That could be Glenwood. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that looks more like Glenwood. That is wild. But yeah, it's... <laughs> Literally it's, wild there. <laughs> Literally wild. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have to hide our, our sadness. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Especially but, but, in but this don't, manner. But don't laugh too hard because you'll inhale the smoke. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
We don't want that. I. It's not the best positive spin, but that's one thing I've been telling people. I'm like, hey, it's one nice thing to have the masks for now as it helps with clearing out the smell. Yeah. You're not breathing it indirectly. Yes. Not the best. Although I've still seen people going outside running when it has been like high on the moderate scale for air index. Uh, Like in the 90s. Yeah. There was a gaggle of people running yesterday. What? Yeah. Like, that is not healthy for you. Yeah, like, you're trying to be healthy and inadvertently making yourself yeah. less healthy. And I haven't run in two weeks because of that. I'm like, I'm not going to risk my lungs. No. I mean, Even like, though I'm a healthy person. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, that is one question. Yes. I haven't gone to the gym in, like, a month and a half. Right? Are we supposed to wear masks in the gym now, or is it still, you have to show up and I leave? think it is that they have to have you wear them again in there. Dang. Because of... You know, us having to back up and just take a little step back and kind of ratchet things back down. Right. Because of that, that little dip spike we had. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the pool's still open. Um, I'm going to guess possibly. Yeah. It, it's worth a shot of asking. Yeah, I probably should. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, I've had no motivation to do anything. Yeah. And I know I should go to the gym yeah. because it would make me feel better. But I don't go. <laughs> and all I've wanted to do is run outside, but I haven't done that. And then, you know, ugh, other things. Just Dance class got canceled because some people had to go to Sturgis. Uh. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you can't. You can't account for everyone. You can't fix stupid. Can't fix stupid. No, you can't. But duct tape can try. Yeah. <laughs> silence is golden. Duct tape is silver. silver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. No one's going straight king of the hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bobby. Boomer. Bobby. Tell it, Bobby. That's one of those shows where, like, if it's, like, on... Yeah. I'll watch it, yeah. but it's You don't not... go out to seek it. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Never never did that. Never sought it out. Yeah. It's... Now, Bob's Burgers, it'd be like, okay. Oh, yeah. I've, I've started watching it again. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think I'm in season five? I think five was the last one they had on Netflix before they got rid of it. Okay. Yeah, so they... I, oof, I didn't even see any of season six. And if I did... It was on TV, and it's all out of order, and they're doing what's going on. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of nice how they actually keep, like, some things, like... Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, that's nice. I like when shows do that, instead of just, like, resetting everything. Precisely. Like, don't take it away. I wasn't done yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wasn't done yet. <laughs> I just... I came off the Grammy boat, like, oh, really, really late. I'm sorry. Right? Because I always do. I'm always late to the party. Oh, me too. Every time. Me too. And not to be fashionably late, I'm just like, oh, I just didn't really want to get into it right now. I had other things to do. Right? And, and now it is my time. Yes. And now you're taking it away from me. Yes. Why you do this? Just like freaking Gilmore Girls, all you can do is stream it. You can't download the episodes anymore on Netflix. Really? Yes. That's weird. Yes. And I don't know why. Huh. And my sister has my uh, entire DVD set. Of Gilmore Girls. I haven't watched it in years because of that. Lisa. Lisa. Although I have boycotted season six. Yeah. Of Gilmore Girls? Yes, that was the worst season ever. Oh. Sucked. I'm sorry. Sucked. Ass. Is that the one where she's supposed to marry yeah. Yeah. backwards cat boy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Doesn't do it. Okay. Doesn't do it. Okay. Really hate it. Okay. It's like how I met your mother stupid. Oh. Anyway. Oh, that's bad. It's reversible, but they kind of did damage already. <laughs> How many seasons does that show have? Seven or eight? Seven oh. or eight. 
Yeah. And then they and then they had like the reunion season. Yeah, right? and I had no want to watch that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I had no did, want. I didn't really hear much anything about it, which I guess can be good or bad. Uh, a lot of people who are fans of the show that I know who watched it was kind of like, well, it was like we got to see him again, but. They didn't really add anything. The person that you really wanted, like, you really liked in the beginning, Rory, you did not like at the end. Oh. Yeah. That's Which not kind fun. of made it hard to watch. Oh. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. Which one's Rory? The daughter. Oh. Really? Lorelai's daughter, yeah. Oh. Lauren Graham's daughter. Played by Alexis Bedell. Huh. You don't like Bedell? the... Wow, yeah. that seems like a bold and stupid move. Right. To make... One of the main characters not likable. And I mean, she was kind of not likable in the middle of it. Uh huh. Because she was kind of getting a little bit of a big head about, like, having rich grandparents and, like, getting all these privileges. Okay. That her mother did not, that her mother shirked. Right. When she was a teenager and whatnot. And you're just like, I don't really like you right now. And you're like, oh, but she'll get her head on. No. Never really ended up that way at the end. Oh. That's not what it felt like to me. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to. It's one of those ones, like, everybody else wants to go back again. And I'm like, you can't go home. Yeah. So it's one of those shows where you can't go home again. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's done. Exactly. You've moved on. Exactly. Move like, forward. I liked the last season of New Girl. It was only seven or eight episodes. Uh, but I liked it. And there were some people who did not like it. And I was like, well, you're not going to get everything you want. No, it, it's it's true. Yeah. I fully agree. Yeah. Yeah, we were... I haven't. I didn't really look up any reviews. I might, right. but I kind of want to look up some reviews for the end of the Good Place because, mm-hmm. like, to see what people think. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, I, I remember I looked up because the last line of the show, like, I know I had heard it somewhere and I knew it had some significance, uh-huh. but I was like, why is that the last line? And I looked it up and I read it and I was like, oh, that's actually really smart and actually really significant and really yeah. sweet and I kind of feel stupid I didn't get it. But, like, yeah. that's kind of how Michael Schur works. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of funny, but it's also really, like, poetic. And he's not always in your face about it. He makes you, like, think about it. Yeah. Which oh, is cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, I'm sure if I look it up, I'll, there'll be some people that's like, I didn't like how it ended. I'll yeah. be like, well... You're entitled to your opinion, but... But it's wrong. But it's wrong. <laughs> but you're wrong. Like, Much uh, like some, what we watched tonight and some of the things I found. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it. Yeah. Good segue, though. It was a good segue. That was a good segue. I try so hard. Yes. Yes. So do you want to kind of explain it? Because I know how much of a fan <laughs> you are of this. Yeah. So it was kind of like a, another first watch for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a convince watch. It was a convince watch because... One what part of it was the freaking Thomas Sanders auditions Instagram video. Yeah. Where he was doing what he auditioned for and then what role he got in the musicals. Yeah, I think. And he does, like, hairspray. Yeah. And he tried to be Link and he ended up being Corny Collins. Yeah. And then... Uh, oh, he, he auditioned for someone in Into the Woods. The Baker. The Baker. And he got the Prince. Yeah. Prince Charming. Yeah, which is hilarious because you think, like, oh, he got Prince Charming. No, the Baker is actually the main character. Yeah, and he wanted to be the Baker. That's yeah, but I mean, Prince wanted. Charming is good because he gets to sing, Agony. <laughs> yes. And then he tried to be, um, shoot, I don't know, Rent. But he oh, ended up as, like, um, Collins of Rent or something like that. I think he auditioned for Collins, and I think, did oh. he get raw? No. Did he get, no, he didn't get Roger. Um, I think he tried for Roger and got Collins or something weird like yes, that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, which, I mean, like. And then he also tried out for Heathers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he ended up, like, they, 
he got JD or something like that. He wanted to be JD and got that. Yeah, like he did get a few that he actually like auditioned yeah. for. And then some he got better, bigger roles for in or, you know, more popular. Yeah. Well, popular and I was gonna say, like for Rems, like yeah. honestly, there's not a bad role in right. Rems. Because that's a big ensemble cast, right? Um, no. Well because I've never seen Rent, because you know I'm not a musical star. Yeah. <laughs> Rent is really good. I've heard Rent yeah. is really good. Yeah. It's also not for everyone. No. Like, it's not one that I would push, like, no, the one yeah. that we watched tonight. Yeah, because I know the backstory of it. Yeah. Because it's, like, basically the AIDS epidemic and embroiled within it. Yeah, yeah, like, that's a big portion of yeah. it. But, like, just the music is so good. And yes. actually, like, sorry, a little sidebar. Yeah. But the, the like, actual, like, story of Rent the Musical uh-huh. is actually kind of sad. Yeah. Because the writer for it, mm-hmm. um, the creator, oh, God, I don't remember his name. Um, he actually died the night before the show was supposed to... On like, Broadway? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And, like, he... I don't remember... I think, like, he had a heart attack or something like oh that. Oh, my but God. he was, like, a young guy. And he made, like... He didn't um, even get to see. He didn't even get to see. Oh, my God. It per, it, like, Performed being, in its entirety. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, That's like, sad. Oh, yeah, it's so sad. Like, it also kind of, like, fits with the show. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of, like, tragedy. Well, it... <laughs> I like Rent for the fact that, like, it is it is tragic, but mm-hmm. it's it feels real. Yes. Like, you don't always get what you want in life, and life isn't fair. Right. Like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, like, it's, you know, you like, you see people that are like, oh, like, musicals should be happy, and it's like, no. Yeah. Like, the definition of musicals is an emotion is so intense that you can't express it any other way than through song. Right. And in the olden days, that used to be just like, you know, <laughs> yeah. happy singing, I'm in love, or I have passion. Well, I mean, yeah. like, you can argue with operas. Or, yeah. That's, they're always tragic. A lot of drama. A lot, a lot of, of drama. Tragedy. But yeah, yeah. Ugh, I love Rent. Oh, and he also auditioned for Singing in the Rain? Yes. And he ended up getting, like, the lead role. Uh, yeah. Didn't he? Yeah, I think so. And he didn't even want the lead role. I it was going to be. I think I auditioned for The Best Friend. Yes. I don't. I, God, it's been no. so long since I've and seen it. And he ended up with, like, Dawn or something. Yeah. Like, that. like the singing in the rain guy. Like, yeah. Like, that song. But the one that we're talking about was the very end one that he did for auditions where he auditioned for Leo Bloom and the producers and he got that role. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got Leo yeah. Bloom. So, so yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So, yeah, we watched the, uh, what was it, 2007? 2005. 2005 yes. producers. Yes. Because, I, oh, yeah, I was going to look that up. Because, mm-hmm. um, so, we we are both huge fans of Mel Brooks. Like, yes. he is a comedy genius. He is. He is just, like, I don't know anyone, well, except for maybe, like, um, Monty Python. Right. Which I'm sure he you know, gets a lot of inspiration from. You can kind of tell from, mm-hmm. like, his type of comedy. But, like, you know, he does slapstick. He does, like, satirical. Right. He does, like, you know, just clever. And, he does literally everything. Yeah. Like, I don't know anyone besides Monty Python who does, like, slapstick the way he does. Exactly. Um, oh, why is the old producers not showing up? I don't know. Ugh. Why? Because he... he did the original producers, correct? Yes, he did write the... The 1967 version. Yes, so here okay. we go. Yes, and that had um, Zorro um, Mustel, is that how you pronounce his name? Something like that. Yeah, Zorro Mustel and Gene Wilder, which mm-hmm. I think Gene Wilder and Mel Brooks must have been really good friends. Yeah, because he ended up in, like, what? He's in Blazing Saddles. He's, He's in, in Blazing Frankenstein. Yep. I don't... Was he in Silent Movie? 
I don't. I haven't seen silent movies, so I don't know. I haven't either, actually. Yeah. I don't know. There's a couple in the middle of Mill Brooks's filmol- filmology or whatever you call it. Uh huh. Filmography. Yeah. Filmography. Yeah. Filmology. Uh, <laughs> there's like silent movie, high anxiety, and then history of the world part one. I have not seen those. Um, I've seen history of the world part yeah. one. Um, I don't believe he's in that if mm-hmm. my memory serves me. Yeah. But yeah, like the, <laughs> as you heard my mom and I like to argue yes. about the producers because she stands by the old one, yes. which the old one is good. It's really good. That I mean, one's just a straight movie, right? Yes, there's only like three songs and it's Springtime for Hitler is in that one. <laughs> it's like the best song. Because it's the actual musical in The Producers. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, I guess. So anyone who's never seen The Producers, either old or new. Yes. Um, Give them the rundown. Yeah, so it's basically about um, this old washed up producer named uh, Max Bialystok. Yeah. Who just made a musical rendition of Hamlet. Called Funny Boy. Called Funny Boy. And it was a <laughs> flop, and it was his latest of run of flops, and he yes. used to be this big Broadway producer who, like, made, you know... Hit after hit, hit after hit. Yeah, and an accountant comes to his office to do the books for his latest show, mm-hmm. and his name is Leo Bloom. And while doing his books, he realizes that Max embezzled $2,000, and he was like why'd you do this? And he's like, I'm, you know, washed up. Like, just think of this as charity. Do this for me. Mm-hmm. Move around some, some decimal points. And then Leo starts doing the books and he realizes that if a producer knew ahead of time that the show was going to be a flop, he mm-hmm. could technically make more money with a flop than with a hit. Mm-hmm. It would just take some clever accounting. So yes. Max gets the idea to make, to produce the worst show on Broadway ever. To guarantee a flop. To guarantee a flop. They're going to raise $2 million, steal the $2 million and run away to Rio because no one is ever going to look into the books of a flop. Mm -hmm. If it's a hit, then everyone would expect to get their money back plus some. Mm -hmm. Because that's their investment. Yeah. Because that's the point of backing a show. Mm -hmm. And Leo is this big, like scaredy cat. Like all he's ever done is like, you know, buy the books and he's just this little, yeah, this little CA and he has anxiety and has little baby blue blanket. Yeah. (laughs) And he always wanted to be, (laughs) he always wanted to be a producer. That was his dream. And so when he realizes that he could live his dream, he decides to go for it. So they decide to make the worst show ever on Broadway. Yes. And they go through all these stacks of scripts mm-hmm. to try to find the worst one. And, and Leo realizes he's li- read the same, what, fog glass or something? Oh, yeah. Frosted the, glass. The frosted glass. Oh, like since last night. And he's like, we're never going to find it. And then Max starts giggling and he's like, kiss it. Kiss it. Kiss it. <laughs> this is going to be the best one ever. Yep. And it ends up that this musical, this play is called Springtime for Hitler. Yeah, and this this movie, Broadway show, because it actually is a Broadway show itself now, takes place in 1950. Yes. Or the 1950s. 1959. 1959. Yes. So, like, like, World War II is still relatively fresh. Yes, we're not very far away from it. Yeah. We haven't distanced ourselves enough. Yeah, it's, it's still fresh. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so they decide to produce Springtime for Hitler, and they have to get the, you know, the rights from the writer, who's a neo-Nazi who now lives in New York City, named Franz Liebkin. And in this movie, it's played by Will Ferrell. Yes, and, oh, God, is <laughs> I don't know if anybody else could have played the, that character that well. Um, oh God, who who is it in the in the original? original? Um, yeah, my fingers aren't working. My fingies, my fingies, my fingies. Um, 
Kenneth Mars okay. is the original Franz Liebkin. He oh yeah, he is a tall dude. Yeah. Um who what else? Oh, he's in Young Frankenstein. Um Okay. Oh, he's the voice of Trident from The Little Mermaid. No way. Yeah, it's the same dude. Oh my god. And he also is the grandpa from The Land Before Time. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Uh, little food. Little food. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember from the... I wonder how tall he is. Oh, wow, this is his profile picture is actually him as Franz Liebkin. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, he's a tall dude. Yeah. And he, he is uh, he is very um, demanding of your attention yeah. a lot like like Will Ferrell yeah. is. Because he's just very loud and very German. <laughs> very German. Very Nazi-ish. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they get the rights from him, and they have to um, swear in... The Siegfried Oath. The Siegfried Oath. Yes. <laughs> And I loved how they were, like, flipping off the camera, like, just, like, oh, completely yeah. doing, like, a cross fingers behind your back, you know, to say yeah. that you're not Raise actually Raise your you right out. finger, your right pointer finger, and, yeah, and they the, switched yeah. the middle finger. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And then they, he made them dance the Der Guten Tag Hop Plop. <laughs> the Guten Tag Hop Plop. Yes. yes. <laughs> so. Clap, clap, slap, slap. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, yeah, so... Um, I guess in the original, uh, Zorro Mostel played Max Bialysok, and mm-hmm. Gene Wilder played Leo Bloom. Yes. And in the, uh, 2000, you said five? Yes. 2005 remake, it is, um, Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick. Yes. And, like, it's so funny to me that both characters who played Max Bialystok are, were gay yes. in real life. Playing very straight. V- playing very straight. Yeah. They're very good at it. They're very good at playing straight. <laughs> yeah. Even while having to sing and dance. Well, I mean, in, you know, the Nathan Lane version, singing and dancing, very, you know, because he's a musical dude. Oh, yeah. He just always has been. Oh, yeah. Most but definitely. being able to still play a straight guy singing in a musical, which, you know, musicals are not known always for straight people. <laughs> no, it's, it's a stereotype that definitely exists. Yes. And, like, you're just like, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. It, it's sometimes they're a stereotype for a reason. And, yeah. you know. People of all kinds do really great in musicals. Yes. <laughs> it's very true. And Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick were in the Broadway version, correct? Yes. When it, um, at least to my knowledge, when it hit mm-hmm. originally on Broadway, they were in it. Okay. They were Max Bialystok and Leo Bloom. Nice. Um, I'm pretty sure Uma Thurman and um, Will Ferrell were not in no, it. No. Yeah. I'm sure they weren't. Yeah. But surprisingly, I did not know Uma Thurman could sing. Right? Isn't she pretty good? She's really good. Yeah. And I didn't know Will Ferrell could sing that convincingly as a German. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, oh, God, Uma Thurman. She's just so pretty. She's so leggy and tall and just tall. Yeah. She's, she's tall. She's just all legs. <laughs> she's but all you're legs. just like, yeah. yeah. All legs. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so they, they get the rights to the play, and then the next step as the producer is get the, <laughs> the director. <laughs> the director. It's Roger Debris and his assistant, Carmen Gia. Carmen Gia. Which, I don't know. I think Carmen Gia might be, like, one of the characters that I love the most. Because... Is his common-law assistant? Yes, because of just how out there that person plays that character. Isn't he wonderful? Yes, just, like, everything you want. And I'm, I, I'm almost certain I've seen him in other stuff. I'm gonna have to look up that actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm... 
Yeah, I was like, I have, I know that guy. I swear to God, I know that guy. I'll, I'll look it up and see if it, if I recognize anything. Right. <laughs> then why don't you go get Wicked Witch of the West? <laughs> Roger Bart was the one that uh, played the one in the movie. Yes. Um, he's an American gangster. Oh my gosh. Um, good fight. He's in series of unfortunate events. Oh what? my goodness. Oh, I need to watch more of that. God damn it. That's another show that I really need to finish someday. Yeah. Um. Okay, he was, oh, he's the pharmacist on, that was in love with the Marsha Cross's character on Desperate Housewives. That's why I recognize his face. Oh. Because he was the crazy, murderous pharmacist on that show, even though I hardly ever watched it. Ooh. He just has one of those faces. Um, he was Hercules in Hercules. Oh. Uh-huh. The singing voice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it looks like he does just a few, like, little things here and there on shows. Mm-hmm. But definitely, like, he does movies, He's he does theater, so he does a little bit of everything. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> he was in one of the Harold and Kumar movies. <laughs> Those were so funny. How cool. That's oh, why yeah. I oh he's the young Hercules singing voice? Yeah. Oh, that's what you were saying. Oh, so he sings I Can Go the Distance. I think so. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> oh, um, that just made me so incredibly happy. Right. Oh, my God. And I don't know. I think those are probably two of the best characters. Oh, yeah. Because they're just so over the top, um, especially because of the whole damn song. That to keep it gay. Okay. <laughs> and it's all about musicals and how to make them a hit by keeping it just a little bit gay. Just a little more gay. <laughs> just a little more gay than you would normally. Uh, yeah. Every time they're on screen, it's just... Stealing oh, yeah. the scenes which, every single time. Which, I mean, like, they go up against, like, some big... Yeah. Big people. Very, like, very much of the day, up to current, like, Uma Thurman... Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick, Will Ferrell, very much people that you recognize no matter what they're playing. Oh, yeah. And yet they're, you're watching them because they're just so over the top. Oh, yeah. Especially when they're, like, giggling. And like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, they're jumping up and down. And they're like, stop! <laughs> <laughs> you two may leave. Thank you! Thank you! <laughs> I don't, I, it's so good. Like, they, they had so many good lines, I can't. I can't even start with one. Oh yeah, well, it's it's one of those movies I've watched so many times that like I actually remember like right. most of things, and I'm like, man, why can't I have this good of memory with anything else? Right? <laughs> I guess it's just because there's so much happening that you're like, I'm trying to take it all in. And yeah, that was a great line. And yeah, yeah like there's so many little nuances, yeah. which is like, like why does why do people not like it? <laughs> I don't know. That was so strange, especially because they've already been. Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick already played those roles on Broadway. Um, yes. And they were, it, it was a hit when they were on Broadway. Because it's the producers. Yeah. So why would people, I was like, it's on Broadway. Why so. would people not see it translate, unless it, they don't feel like it translated to film well? But I feel like it did. Well, and see, I'm not somebody who likes musicals, mostly. Right? Well, and like, the thing, at least for me personally, mm-hmm. and like, everyone's personal taste is different, like... To me, there's two ways you can do a musical in a film setting. Yeah. You can either completely engross the people into the world of the musical. Mm-hmm. Like, um, 
uh, what's what's a good example? Um, like Sweeney Todd. Okay. Like um, the the film adaptation of Sweeney Todd. Todd, I actually really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, is everyone absolutely like perfect and like wonderful and like you know the best Broadway singer ever? Like, no. But I think that they do a good job. Like Alan Rickman is in that one. He plays. God, I don't remember what the... I don't remember the character's name. It's been so long since I've seen Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, Johnny Depp's in it. Um, Helena Bottom Carter's in it. Gotta love her. Gotta love her. But, like, they, they fully... And, you know, of course, it's Tim Burton that directs it. At least I'm pretty sure it is. If not, it's very... It is. Okay, cool. It's gotta be. And I've never seen it, but I'm, I know it is. Yeah, but, like, that one, like, it fully engrosses you okay. into the world. Yeah. Like, it's a movie where they sing. Is that, like, Into the Woods would be the same thing, the movie version? Yes, that yeah. one is very, like, it engrosses yeah. you in the it's world. It's not like Hamilton where you see that it's not... Yeah. Well, okay, scratch that. So there's three ways you can yeah. actually do it. So there's there's that where it fully engrosses you, and it's like <clears throat> a movie. Yes. And you are in that world. Right. And then there's... Like most musicals tend to do, in um, a way. Yes. The majority of musicals. Like, yeah, Singing the... in the Rain, definitely like that. My Fair Lady, like that. Oh, yeah, a lot of the older films yeah. are definitely like that. But mm. then... In my opinion, there's kind of the one that's in the middle okay. of those two. There's the fully engrossed, and on the opposite side of the spectrum, there's a film stage production. Right. Where it's actually done, like, on the stage, mm-hmm. with the props, with the staging, and they film it, like, Hamilton on Disney Plus right, right. now. That is actually performed in front of a live audience, yes, and they film it. Instead of movie magic, yeah. where you're not seeing the scene changes where you're not seeing yeah, the dancer like the, the, changes. The, yeah. the, the stage yes. actually moves and the yeah, yeah that one so that's the opposite side of the spectrum mm-hmm. and then there's the one in the middle mm-hmm. where it sets and it's you know set up like a musical right but it also has some moving magic in it which okay. is where I think this lies in that little middle spot yeah because like Matt Spialystock's apartment is more of a set feel it is sort of thing but like mm-hmm. you know they go to central park and they have like that whole like out in the open mm-hmm. and stuff like that but like and you know the part where like you know leo in his accounting office like moves away and they dance on the stage yes so that fantasy scene yeah exactly yeah. It, but it feels more like it's on a stage yes instead of like you know a fully like mm-hmm. 360 area yes and I think that any of those three can be done well. Yes. They have been done well. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, oh, duh. Um, Rent is actually one. The film Rent is actually fully engrossed. Okay. Like, like that one, like, they do 360 pans of, like, the apartment that, oh, okay. that um, Roger and... Oh, God, I can't think of his name. The, the two main... Big, Collins. Uh, no, Collins. Yeah. Collins is their black friend okay. that dates Angel. Um, oh, he is black in the movie. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, oh God, I can see his name is, I want to say Mike, but I know that's wrong. Right. But like that one, like, it's just like, you know how like filming, like looking through a camera, like this one, you can feel like it gets stationary. Yes. I guess is the best way I can explain yeah. it. But, like in a movie, it feels like it's like suspended. Yes. I'm glad you understand where I'm going with this. Suspended. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, roll credits. <laughs> but yeah, like, like the movie Rent doesn't really feel like a stage. Okay. The only time you ever feel it is the opening song. Yeah. When they're actually on a stage all singing. Okay. But like everything else, like it's filmed on the streets in New York. Mm. It's filmed like out and about. So like, you know, there's that kind. But yeah. 
And that's that's why I don't understand why people don't like this because there's the three ways I think you can yeah. do it, and they do this one well. And it just depends upon the story, but I think they really did a good job because they they made it feel like old ones, mm-hmm. like, like like an old musical, like old like My Fair Lady singing in the rain kind of old ones. Yeah, they like the feel early like, like early 1900 yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, they made it feel like that, even though it's a 2005. Mm-hmm. So you don't see a whole bunch of. Stuff that makes you think, oh, it's the, a 2000s movie. Yeah, exactly. Except for just the film quality's good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not quite as... Um... <laughs> Technicolor colors where you're like, should their hair be yellow like that? Right. Mark, sorry, I had to look Mark. up. It's Roger and Mark. Okay. An- Anthony Rapp, who plays Mark, who is phenomenal, and mm-hmm. I love him. He's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wonderful singing voice. Everyone in the... Well... Sorry, a little side note about Rent. The the movie production, yes. other than um, Mimi, who is played by... Oh, um, I actually knew that. Um, I can't think of who it is, not Blair. Um, Rosario Dawson. Yes! Oh, she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. She's the youngest cast member, and she's the only non-original Broadway cast member. Wow. Um, Adia Menzel is in it. Yes. She plays Maureen. Uh-huh. And she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That was actually my introduction to Adia Menzel. Oh, okay. Was, was Rent. Nice. Like, oh, God, everyone in that cast. I think maybe the actor who played Angel might not be an original cast member. Mm. Maybe he is. <laughs> yeah. The actor who plays Angel in the movie, I swear, can dance almost better than, like, any female I've ever seen in wow. my life. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He has legs for days. Oh! Actually, yeah. He's oh, he's wonderful. <laughs> legs for days. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, you told me that, like, people didn't like it. I'm like, but why? Yeah, it's so freaking weird. Um, we'll get to that part. We'll but I want to keep part. talking, like, <laughs> the people that don't like it. I don't want to, like, put that right in the middle of this. That's true. Uh, but, like, keep it gay. I mean... <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite songs. Other <laughs> it's so great. And um, shoot, like it's hard to say because there's so many that are good. Because Mel Brooks has such good witty lyrics. Yes, he's so clever. And for a comedian, he's a really great composer. Right? Yeah. Which is just like, of course you fucking are. Yeah. <laughs> he can do everything. Yeah, because he's um, Mel Brooks. And, like, you never say good luck on opening night. That was a good one. I really liked that one as well. Yep. Of course, the I'm Gonna Be a Producer, that's a really good song. Right? That's really nice. And I I always love and enjoy songs when they can do um, reprises mm-hmm. really well yes. or mix two together. Mm-hmm. Like when they when um, they sing I you can we can do it and yes. I want to be a producer together. Yes. Like the first time I heard that I was like, oh, this is good. It's like the first little mashup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then what else? Um, just because of what Roger does when he does Heil myself. I owe myself because he's just so gay, and he has the entire Hitler outfit on, and I mean he's got the the hair and the mustache and the outfit, and but he's just like playing it the most flamboyantly gay you can play that right. Well, and yeah, that's the funny thing is the show would have one hundred percent been a flop because they had originally cast Franz. Yes. Franz Wieken, the creator of the show, Will Ferrell, who was a Nazi, they cast him as Hitler. Because his version of, what was that song? Um, Hatta Zita Hört das Deutsche Band, which is Have You Heard the German Band. Have You Heard the German Band. You just, you don't sing it like that. You sing it like this. (laughs) Yeah. Which, I mean, like, if he would have played, it would have been a 100% flop because he would have been dead serious. Yes. And played 
Hitler. Yeah. As, you know, Hitler. Yes. And then it would have not mixed with all of the other numbers and how people dance the numbers around him. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And that's the thing is like, it was like erotic and yeah. it was like, you know, racist and it was like, you know. Yeah. An insult on the eyes. Exactly. But, but yeah, so when they sing, it's always, um, it's bad luck to say good luck on opening night. Yes. You know, Max is in the background saying good luck to everyone. And Leo says at first, and was like, oh, you don't say that. It's yeah. bad luck. And he's like, well, what do I say? And they're like, you say break a leg. And he's like, okay, break a leg. And then Franz goes to makeup and then he breaks his leg. Yes. I broke my leg. I, I broke my leg. And then um, Carmen Gia tells Roger that he's got to go on. Because he's the only one who knows the lines. Because yes. there's no understudy for Hitler. Yes. Because who would want to be Hitler's understudy? Nobody wants to be Hitler's except for Roger. Because Roger wants to do it. So, like, just the way that he, that actor, played that character playing Hitler in a musical about himself <laughs> was freaking genius because just, like, all of the overly, like, ooh. <laughs> yep. Hire myself. Yeah, it was just so <laughs> fabulous. And, and there's no greater dictator in the land. Oh, my God. And just, <laughs> I just don't even understand. And who did you say plays the guy who sings Springtime for Hitler? Who was that? It is John Barrowman. That's right. Who was in, like, Doctor Who. Yeah. And Torchwood. So, like, one of the biggest, like, sci-fi fandom all, you know, idols and also one of the biggest gay idols for sci-fi mm-hmm. and all fantasy things. I had honestly forgot he was in it until you said that. And I was like, oh, you can't yeah. tell. It's him almost because he's got those crazy, he's got like weirder blue contacts in to make himself look bluer. Yeah. And like, I don't remember if he's got blue eyes or brown, but they're like electric They're blue. weirdly blue. And then of course they have him like pasty white and dyed like bleach blonde. Because oh yeah. Of course of all the, you know, white supremacy, you know. Yeah, the, the perfect person yes, the was perfect blonde, human. his blonde hair and blue eyes. And of course, he's just so good at singing, and yeah. Oh, he fucking kills that he, song. He is so good. He owns it. Owns it like nobody else. So I was like, oh my god, it's John Barrowman. I love him. I know. Oh my god, I love him. I love him. Um, and then of course, everything goes to hell because it turns out that it's a hit, and they wanted it to be a flop, and they left thinking it was going to be a flop right before this whole Springtime in Hitler song started. Yeah, because everyone started to leave yes. because they were insulted yeah. by it. And they're like, oh, great, we got exactly what we wanted. Yeah. Um, and so they're, like, completely losing their minds because they realize they have a hit. They're freaking out. And, of course, they have broken the Siegfried Oath because <laughs> they made fun of Hitler. Because they made fun of mine here. Um, <laughs> and so he, you know, Siegfried, whatever his face is, Franz tries Franz to Niepken tries Franz to shoot Niepken all of tries them. to kill them all, um, and then the cops come, of course, because there's gunfire <laughs> in um, an apartment building. In, an apartment building, and they end up taking Max in because oh, it's the book that says show the IRS, and the other book that says never show the IRS. Yep. <laughs> because now they owe all these people all of their investment back, and they have a hit. And that's not what they intended to do. They just intended to skip town, go to Rio. Yep. Except for that Ula and Leo go to Rio. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Ula. Like, yeah. she, 
it's funny because she's like she's an important character but she's not Mm -hmm. but she's super sweet super hot Mm -hmm. Swedish girl who Mm -hmm. comes to audition and they put her in the show because as Max says there's always a role for the producer's girlfriend so they put her in the show and she's also their receptionist slash secretary and she's a okey slash dokey okey slash dokey (laughs) tidy oop (laughs) tidy oop um and she knows she acts stupid but you know she's smarter than she oh yeah she she's smarter than she lets on Mm -hmm. and plus like ooh, Thurma can dance she can she can dance and she can sing she's just something she can literally do a little yeah and so and then she's she falls for leo Mm -hmm. which is super cute which actually like i won't tell my mom this Mm -hmm. but that's actually one um change that they did from the original producers really? is she's actually more Max's girlfriend oh. in the original. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, she's like also like a little bit more dumb uh-huh. I think and like fully don't quote me on this because it's been a long ass time since I've watched the original mm-hmm. but I am almost positive she's more Max's girlfriend than the original. Right. And I think it's cuter that she's Leo's girlfriend than yeah. the newer one. Okay. And yeah, it, I, think, uh, I think that fits better. I think so too. Well, especially because, because he's gotta spend so much time with all the old ladies. Yeah. Uh Along Came the Alley is yes, one of my favorite that's songs. What it is. Yes. Along came the alley. And of course her song for uh Ula's song when you've got it flaunted is really good too. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh she's gonna dance again. Okay. Remember when Una danced? Yeah. Una dance again. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah, so Leo skips town with Ula because he's like, what do I do? Do I go to jail with Max? Or do I run away with my super hot Swedish girlfriend with yeah. $2 million to Rio? Yeah. They go to Rio. <laughs> they go to Rio. They go to Rio. <laughs> and um, besides the King of Broadway, which we will get to, yes. um, the, the portrayal song is actually my other favorite song. Yeah, it's a good one. Because it's... It's he literally sums up the entire. Movie. He sums up the entire movie in this one song or this entire show. And only a way that Nathan Lane can. Do. Oh yeah, he just like I bet they were just like Nathan, just just be you. Yeah, just be you. This entire song, and he's like, okay, just summarize the entire movie in this section. Yeah, cool, got it. I got it. And yeah, he just like he fully overacts yeah. and over gestures, and he's just wonderful. Yes. Wait a second. My name's not Alvin. <laughs> Not even my life. I was born in the Bronx. <laughs> I was never on a farm. I was born in the Bronx. Oh my God! So yeah, let's see. So you know, of course, he goes to jail. Right? He goes to prison, jail, whatever. Yeah, the county jail before county he jail. gets sentenced. And so he's like doing this whole thing, and all of his old lady girlfriends. <laughs> Are, are they in court? I wonder if they were character witnesses. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know how they could definitely be behind him after all that he's done with and to Well, I mean, like, let's be fair. Like, like you could argue that technically he probably just, like, pimped himself out, but legally they're just like, no, he, they're my backers for my yep, shows. Exactly. So, I mean, like, hold me, touch me, lick me, bite me, kiss me, feel me. <laughs> Those are his nicknames for them. Yep. And that's how they announce themselves to him so he can put out the correct uh, photo when they come over. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but then they, you know, after the whole betrayed song, then Leo comes back because he feels bad because um, he wants to be like a character witness for him, essentially, knowing that he's going to end up getting in trouble too because he did skip town with money. Yep. Um, that they stole. And <laughs> that they stole. Um, and then they end up being uh, sentenced to Sing Sing for five years. 
Um, and of course, they can't not scheme, and they start writing and producing a new musical in prison called Prisoner of Love. Which they are in prison with Franz Liebkin, and he's the one who writes the musical. I mean, like, for yes. a neo-Nazi, he writes pretty good music. He writes pretty good music, <laughs> and they've got everybody, like, doing the actual, like, dance steps and rehearsing. And and then they end up getting, like, pardoned for good behavior. Yeah, they get pardoned because they, they brought joy and music to every murder, rapist, and sex offender instinct. Right. And you're just like, ooh. Oh, dear. You're like, I mean, good for you. Yeah, good for you guys. Let's, hear, let's have them here in solitary. Yes. <laughs> Sing it for them in solitary. Um, and then they end up producing... Um, Prisoners of Love on Broadway. Yep. And it's another hit. So they're now legendary producers, and of course, at the end, it's like roll credits for all of the ones that are basically known ones, like Cats, but they spell it K-A-T-Z, <laughs> and like Mame, instead of Anti-Mame, it's M-A-I-M for Mame. Uh, yep. And it's just all these other ones that are like, oh Murder of a Salesman on Ice. On <laughs> Ice! Exclamation point. Um, and, yeah. It was just so good. <laughs> it was so good. And that's why it shocked me so much when I scrolled to the bottom and um, do, 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 do. we went down to the reviews because I like to look at reception of things. It only had a 50% approval rating on 153 reviews. It only had a rating of 5.4 out of 10. And they said it was stale, stale, stagey, and felt more suited to theater than big screen, which I don't agree with, because I will be the first person to tell you that does not work. I mean, like, like you're technically right, but that's also kind of the point. Right? But to be fair, this also, like you said, it came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. So this and the Broadway show was running from 2001 to 2007. That's where you had 2007 from. Oh, yeah. Okay. That... So it, it overlapped. The okay. film version overlapped in between the run on Broadway currently. That, okay. Yeah. That, well, that explains why I got the seven. Right. Um, well, I, see, okay, here's my theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be completely wrong, but I feel like this came out at a time when musicals were starting to gain steam again. Yeah. So that could be why they said that, because, I mean, like... Like, I feel like growing up is, like, we had Disney, mm-hmm. which were our musicals growing yeah. up, but, like, you didn't really, like, musicals weren't really a thing. Right. Like, I remember when High School Musical came out, yeah. it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest, that's <laughs> one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah. I actually... Oh, really, we can do a new version of Guilty Pleasure. We could. I actually <laughs> love High School Musical. Do you? I love I've High never School. seen High School Musical. It's cheesy and corny as shit. Yeah. In all the Disney ways. In all the Disney and musical ways. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the corniness of like the early nine nineteen hundred musicals had a baby with Disney and that's yeah. high school musical. Okay. Like it's just like it came out at a time when musicals weren't really a popular thing mm-hmm. other than like Disney animated films. Or if you were hardcore into theater. Yeah. And you went to New York to see Broadway plays, or you went to Denver to see plays. Yeah, like, it just it wasn't a thing you saw in theater, so I feel like this came out probably at the start of when all that started, because, like, now we have, like, Sweeney Todd and Rents and, um... God, like Lemmy's a Rob as much as that movie pisses me off. Right. It could have been so much better. 
better. Right. <laughs> it wasn't. There's so many reasons it could have been better. There's so many reasons. Yes. But, it, like, you know, Mamma Mia and, like, all these movies oh, yeah. that are musicals. And, yeah. yes, they were on Broadway. So, like, I can... I don't agree right. with those, but I can see probably why they're like, just go see the, the show. And it's like, of course, go see the fucking live show. It's going to be better. But, like, for those of us who can't... And this was an awesome rendition of it. And these are people who already... The main two have already played these characters on stage. So they already know these characters. Yeah. And plus, like, you know, we did get Will Ferrell yeah. as Franz Liebkin or Uma Thurman. Right. So but they worked. Yeah. They really did work. Oh. I, would have t- I would have been the first person to say, oh, that didn't work at all. Oh, yeah. No. You, you are 100% like yeah. a good judge of that. Yeah. And I'm definitely more on the bias side. Uh-huh. So we're the perfect exactly. duo to say, like, no, this movie's great. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> There was a positive review from a lady named Betty Jo Tucker of Real Talk, R-E-E-L. Um, she said, outrageous musical numbers evoke most of the laughs in this movie, Fun Fest. Eat your heart out, Rockettes, because here comes a little old lady's chorus line to rival your success. Watch out, real life producers, for an actor named Gary Beach. I own myself, that guy. Uh, oh. Never, and I mean never, hire him if you want to play your flop. <laughs> If you want your play to flop. And stop spinning in your grave, Florin Ziegfeld. Those springtime for Hitler and Germany showgirls are all in good fun. Finally, congratulations to director Susan Stroman for making this Broadway gem into a film that old-time movie musical fans like me can share about. So there's somebody who really enjoyed it and actually in the middle of it. So I think it was just people just being a little ridiculous about reviews. And actually, that's a really good point. This was directed by a woman. Mm Mm-hmm. In yeah. the times when that wasn't really as much of a thing. Right. Which is awesome. Exactly. But yeah, like the staging of it is great. Like you said, like all the like the clever lines, like everything just like shines mm-hmm. in this. It really does. Like, yeah, maybe that one number with the till him it was a little long, but you know. Eh, eh. There's always one song that's not gonna be your favorite of the bunch. Oh, yeah. 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 And, like, that's how it is with all musicals where, like, mm-hmm. you get kind of taken out of it for a second. You're like, hey. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, this is too slow. Or, I, I, <laughs> I do like that one joke, though, when he leaves the courtroom yeah. and he comes back. With the gun that was back because he just tried to, like, dramatically walk out. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I do have a friend. His name is Leo. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, to be fair, that's, like, also, like, the most cheesiest point of the it movie, is. too, when Leo comes back and he's just like, no, I need to come back because he got me self-esteem yeah. and he's my friend. And it's like, no, you had it, free, you know, Scott Free and Rio, dude. Right. Like, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> of all the times to say that's unrealistic in a musical, that's pretty unrealistic. Oh, yeah. So, of course. Yeah, which, you're like, oh, yeah, this is definitely the unrealistic portion. Yeah. <laughs> so... But, yeah, like you said, there's always that one song where you're just like, meh, I could take it, I could leave yeah. it. Yeah, but then there's the one that you really like that you're sad that they took it out. Yeah, my favorite song in the entire show is The King of Broadway, which is when uh, Max Bialystok sings about how he used to be the King of Broadway. Yes. And now he's, you know, a schmuck. Yes. And living in the slums and or slumming it. And yeah. He, yeah, and they cut it from the movie. And it makes me so upset. It's so weird that they cut that But it's a good song, right? It is. It's like, if anything, take the till him out and put that one back in, you know? (laughs) Right, but Kyle did make the good point where it's like, it technically doesn't move the plot along too much because, like, in the next scene, Mm -hmm. he talks about how he used to, like, be the king of Broadway. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I get that. And also, they say fuck in it, so maybe they took it out because that would have affected the rating. Yeah. Which is fair, but, um, oh, one of my really good friends, 
um, Bree, who used to work at GameStop, mm -hmm. um, and I lifeguarded with, we would we used to sing producers all the time yeah. to each other because we loved this movie, and we always used to be like Maxilla, Alamansa Musabakin, Hayden Gaga Pekka Pekka Kakimin. I don't I know what it meant. I don't speak Yiddish, and neither did he. And strangely, neither did he. <laughs> <laughs> because of course, I have that memorized. Of course, that's one but, of the best parts, right? So yeah, there's, and you gotta think like just Mel Brooks must have had a ball writing mm -hmm. this because he is so Jewish. He is so Jewish. He's so Jewish. And he has the you know one of the wickedest senses of humor. So there's yeah, there's no way that he wouldn't just completely push any you know any little button he could. He was gonna push it. Oh yeah, because he loves to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, you said you haven't seen History of the World Part One. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a scene in it, mm -hmm. and it's really funny because of all the things for them to be <clears throat> mad at. And granted, I could have my facts wrong about this. If anyone ever corrects me, we could actually have our own correction court. Right. But um, that movie was actually, like, excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Oh, shit. Because um, there's an entire section where they talk about the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, dear. And the thing that upset them was the dancing and synchronized swimming nuns. Oh, no. Because <laughs> nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Never mixing Monty Python and Mel Brooks, but... What can they, it do? They mix well together. Yes, they do. They do. Well, because, like, Life of Brian is completely inappropriate, too. Oh, God. Oh, it's... Right? It's been way too long since I've right. seen Life of Brian. But I, I've heard that there's, like, scenes in that one that you're like, whoop, shouldn't it... Nope. Did... I forgot this was in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that one sneaks up on you mm -hmm. more than the other Monty Python yeah. movies do. We're like, oh, that's right. <laughs> really hope nobody saw that. Especially a child. Ooh, do -do -do -do. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shield your eyes, children. <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah yeah and like you just like i mean you know comedy is not for everyone mm -hmm. just because you can't please everyone but like i don't i don't really know anyone that doesn't like mel brooks right like there is a movie almost out there for everyone because like you know young frankenstein mm -hmm. blazing saddles oh yeah Oh, that one's a classic. Like I have Young Frankenstein. I own that one. Yeah. Because it's the best. Oh, it's so good. And <laughs> Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, God. I how, we, we quote that so many times. So many times. We should watch it again. We should watch it again, definitely. And Spaceballs. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, History of the World. Let's see. What else? I feel like I'm... Listening. He wrote for um, Get Smart. The oh, old, yeah. Like, 1960s bumbling James Bond dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the remake of that was pretty good, in mm -hmm. my opinion. He also created the 2,000-year-old man skit. Um, mm. And, let's see. Did you do? He was... the <laughs> For several years, Brooks had been toying with a bizarre and unconventional idea about a musical comedy of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I think the producer's about as close as he's gonna get. He's exactly. just like, you know what? Like this this touches on it just yeah. enough. Just enough to be a little offensive, but making fun of it enough that it feels safe yeah. for most everybody who has a sense of humor about certain things. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Cause I mean, like we all we all can't be um the Book of Mormon. No, we can't all do that. Oh god, if that if we are ever allowed to go to live shows again, we should we should Go and see that show. Yes. You, you know, God, you Definitely need to see, that show. Need to see so it. Good. Um, and then, like, one of the first things that I remember about Mel Brooks is he played Uncle Phil on Mad About You. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, I he was Uncle Phil. Um, and he, when Paul and Jamie were gonna have a baby, he said, "Promise me that if you have a boy, you'll name him after me." And they're like, "Oh, Phil, we could do that." And he's like, "But my name isn't Phil. My real name is Deuteronomy." <laughs> but I changed it because when I was a kid, kids used to make fun of me, and they used to say, "Is there any duty on you?" Well, there's no duty on me. <laughs> And I said, that's it. I've had my fill. And my name was Seth. <laughs> and then another one, it was around Thanksgiving, and he was singing a song called The Turkey Trot. <laughs> and my sister and I still sing that song from that scene. Oh, seriously? Gotta try to find it, because it is so hilarious. And people look at us weird when we're doing it, because he's like, everybody's doing it, doing it, doing it. Everybody's doing it. The Turkey Trot. <laughs> and then he's like, no, no, when you do it, you gotta go down, up. <laughs> See, I never watched that show too much, but I forgot he was on. And his hair is like off to the side the entire time that he plays Doc, that he plays Uncle Phil on Mad About You. Oh my god! So it's like one of the earliest things that I remember about Mel Brooks before I started watching movies when I was a little bit older. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was so good. And like I'm trying. <laughs> see, I'm trying to remember what my like gateway was to mm-hmm. him. I want to say it was probably one of my parents watching, like maybe Blazing Saddles right. or like. Um, see, ah, you know what? It might, one of the earliest things I can remember right. is I think we watched, no, it was, um, band camp. Okay. The seniors of band camp, at band camp would uh-huh. always put, the girls would always put on yeah. a skit and the boys would always put on a skit and the boys did the Men in Tights song. Okay. And then I went and watched the movie, so I was like, what is this? And what I was like a this? sophomore in high school. Yeah. So that, I think that was one of the first ones. But I feel like I watched Blazing Saddles first because my parents watched it and they let me watch inappropriate right. movies because my parents are awesome. Yeah. But um, <laughs> little little uh, tidbit about Blazing Saddles I always thought was interesting. I think it was on like GMC once and I learned this. Uh-huh. The So the earlier TV airings of Blazing Saddles, yeah. guess what they used to, um, crap, what's, what's the word? Bleep out. Bleep, um, what's the word for doing edit. that, though? Edit, um. Um, censor. Censor, yeah. thank you. Guess what they used to censor, but not, but also not censor? The N-word. They would not censor the N-word, and they would censor the bean scene. Really? Yes. They would censor the fart noises, but they would not censor the end. A racial slur. Yes. Oh my god. Back when they first started airing it on TV, that is how they used to censor it. (gasps) That is so freaking backwards. Yep. And, oh my god. (laughs) Right? Isn't that weird? Oh my god. And yeah, like, I learned that, like, it was on, like, TMC or something once, and they had, like, little trivia things, and there was, like, when Blazing Saddles first aired, they used to censor the fart noises during the bean scene. Oh my god. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. That's insane. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, now they censor the N-word. Yes, of course. And the fart noises yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. Wow. But yeah, I was just like, wow, that's so... That's so weird. <laughs> Blazing Saddles is one of those ones that you really can't scream the um, lines no. from. Where the white women yeah, at? You can't. You can't. <laughs> it's so funny. I said... <laughs> the new um, sheriff is a... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it's also fun whenever Mel Brooks references his own work. Yes. Like, I chew will be the new sheriff. Yeah. A black sheriff? What? <laughs> Worked in Blazing Saddles? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then you can't go wrong with uh, Mel Brooks being uh, Dracula's father, Vlad, and Hotel Transylvania 2. Oh my and god, three. I love that. Yes. I love that. So good. I don't, you said you saw the third one, right? I've not seen the third one. I've seen the first two, but I haven't seen the third. I haven't either. I've heard it's entertaining. Which I've heard is, it's pretty cute. Which is about all you can hope for for a third one, especially yes. when you didn't ask for it. Yes. But, eh, what can you do? Exactly. <laughs> they apparently made a musical adaptation of Young Frankenstein. Could be okay. Early April 2006, Brooks began composing the score to a Broadway musical adaptation of Young Frankenstein, which he says is perhaps the best movie he ever made. Which I would agree with. Uh, Yeah, that is definitely one of his best. The world premiere was at Seattle's Paramount Theater between August 7th and September 1st of 2007. Everything. Um, um, After which it opened on Broadway at the former Lyric Theater um, October 11th, 2007. It earn mixed reviews from the critics. So obviously we didn't see much about that. Yeah. Sad thing. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dang. Yeah, I honestly can't pick a favorite Mel Brooks movie. Right? Producers is definitely up there. Yeah. I would be like skeptical to say it's my favorite, but it's definitely like in the running for my favorite. And he also did Dracula Dead and Loving It. I don't think I've seen With that Liz one. With Leslie Nielsen. I don't think I've seen that one. Mina, open the door. I think I've heard of it. But I You're in seen the it. closet. <laughs> Come out of the closet and open the door. Leslie Nielsen's in it. He's uh, Dracula. Oh, I, I yeah. feel like I know that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh my god, that's like it's like you know, like Naked Gun. Yeah, version of Dracula. Well, yeah, maybe maybe when I do your first We've watch of that one because I showed you producers. Yes. and Yes, watch that one. We've got to do it because it's so good. Oh yeah, I mean. Mina, open the door. And Harvey Corman's in it, which is amazing. Ooh, every time I think... the Carol Burnett show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every time I think of, uh, is it Nelson or Nielsen? Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. I always think of Airplane. The full body condom? Yeah. <laughs> I, always, I always think of Airplane. Surely you don't mean, yes I do, and don't, don't call, call me Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> Just want you to let you know. Yeah. We're all counting on you. <laughs> I love that movie. Yes. God, I love that movie. Yeah, I, I have too. a drinking problem. Look at this. Steady as a rock. Yeah, too bad this is my shooting aim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we sh- oh, God. Oh. I just have to watch more Mel Brooks. All the Mel Brooks. All the Mel Brooks. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely do that. He was also a big weld in Robots. He was the voice of Big Weld in the movie Robots. Robots is yeah. such an interesting movie. Anime eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually enjoyed that movie. Yeah. But I can also understand why it got mixed reviews, oh, yeah. to be honest. Definitely. It was very odd. It was very odd. Yeah. It was, um... They were obviously going for more adult audience. Yes. And you could tell that. And it worked, yeah. but... Ugh. It was different. It was different. Like, when they get the box and, like, ready to make a baby. Yeah. And then they're like, where does part 45C go? And they're like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. God, that's been a long-ass time since I've seen that Mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. Gotta watch it again. Meet Robinson. Oh, God, I love that movie. Such a good movie. That one just makes me happy. It is. I'm like, oh, maybe the future isn't shitty. Right? After all. That'd be nice. Michael. Mike Yagoobian. The goo. The goo. What kind of villain has named my goo? Still in that onesie. 
Yeah, that was actually a really well done villain. Yeah, and at first I was like, I don't get this movie. I'm like, I don't see how this is going to be great. And then at the end I'm like, oh, damn it, you got me. Ah, uh, damn it, Disney, you did it again. You did it again, you got me, you bastards. Right? And I, I love that the little girl was the one with the frogs at the... Yeah. I was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> My heart, heartstrings. Oh, my heart is growing oh, three times today. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's an underrated Disney film. So underrated. And like, well, it well it has the one song with the frogs, yeah, which is a really good jazz song. It's a really good jazz song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many times do we reference Big Head Little Arms? Big Head Little Arms. Just not sure how well thought out this plan is. <laughs> and I love the subtitles for the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why, so, is yeah. your, why is your dog wearing glasses? Because his insurance can't afford contacts. <laughs> love it so much me too so yeah for someone who doesn't really like musicals i enjoyed this i laughed throughout the entire thing i know oh god like hardcore guffaw because (laughs) it's so witty so clever so funny yeah oh that makes me so happy this is one of my favorite movies of all time yeah and arabesque and turn imperial like stop Damn Carmen Gia. <laughs> I know. He he is best girl. He's so best girl. He is best girl. Don't <laughs> you get it yourself, you wicked witch of the West? <laughs> well, if you want it. <laughs> if your goal was to put an arrow through my heart, bullseye! <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me so much of Nathan Lane in the uh, birdcage. Yes! When he plays Albert. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, we should do an episode on Birdcage. Oh my god, I'm gonna write that down. That oh, is going to happen. I love Birdcage I so much. I love Birdcage. I, yeah. I want to say Kyle has seen it. If he hasn't... He's gotta watch he it. He is watching this. it with us. I am like 99% sure he yeah. has seen it. Ooh, and Too Wong Fu. I have not seen oh that god, one. I know. Because Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes and drag. I know, you told and me about And John Linguizamo and drag. <laughs> Let's see. Little Latin boy drag, why are you crying? <laughs> birdcage. <laughs> how do you spell it? Not about birdcage, um. Too Wong Fu, it's T O W O N G. W O N G. F O O. F O O. Because it's a, it's a signature, it's an autograph on a Julie Newmar photo. The entire, fo- the entire title is Too Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. <laughs> I would say, Robin Williams isn't in that one, is he? Yes, he is. Okay, he is John Jacob Dingleheimer. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. I thought he was in it for His something. His name is my name, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We do a double, a double feature of Robin Williams. One where he is a little less of a major player and one where he's a major player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I... Some I've, of his comedy goals. <laughs> yeah, as much as I enjoy Meet the Parents, and I really do, mm-hmm. I really do like that movie, and Meet the Falkers. Yeah. That was a really great sequel. Mm-hmm. And plus, you, you can't beat... Um, um. Oh no! I can't think of his name. Hmm. Um. He play. He plays. Um. Ben Stiller's dad in Meet the Fockers. Um. Oh, wow. The Graduate. And there. I can see his face, and I can hear yep. his voice. Yep. Super amazing actor. Oh God. Um, Actually, speaking of that, have you Dustin seen Hoffman? Him? Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Thank you. Have you seen The Graduate? No, I have not seen The Graduate Ooh, yet. Ooh, that's a classic. Yeah. yeah, so we'll probably have to do a classic of, like, one you haven't seen and one I haven't seen. Yeah. So you can do Graduate for me, and then we'll just have to figure out what you have not seen. Yes. Well, I haven't seen Too Wong Fu. 
But that's like a more, that's a 90s classic. Whereas that, Graduate's like a, one of those film school classics, you know? That, yeah, that yeah. is true. And, like, it's funny because of, like, that one, The Graduate holds a special place in my heart because that one I watched with my mom and she knows, like, my mom's a lot like me and you too and the mm-hmm. fact that she loves trivia and loves mm-hmm. this stuff. And so she's told me so many things about the graduate because it's one of her favorites and she's like she's like oh in this scene like this happens because of this and i'm like oh that's really cool and she's like and this happens because of this and she's like and at the end of this this happened and that's why they're looking like that and i'm like okay ah. and plus like the entire movie simon and garfunkel yes um mrs, mrs. robinson yep mrs yes. robinson was made for the graduate very cool yeah, yeah. so like it's that's that's a great movie whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah but <laughs> my my original note was i think that the birdcage is uh-huh. a better version of meet the parents oh yeah it is <laughs> i think so because yeah. like it's just it's over the top so mm-hmm. much more the comedy <clears throat> is so much more on point not that the acting and the characters are bad in meet the parents because like you can't like ben stiller mm-hmm. and um Oh god. Um See Ben Stiller is my Will Ferrell. Like where I don't like most of what Ben Stiller does. That's because fair. he he plays evil really good. So when he plays good It's weird. He's so creepy. I can see it's like Dodgeball. If you think of like Dodgeball guy. No. Have you ever seen Heavyweights? It's been a long ass time since I've seen heavyweights. The heavyweights. The hair. Yes. The headband. Yes. yes. Oh my god. That, that's I think one of the first times I've ever seen Ben Stiller. So that definitely stuck in my mind. Of, I can I can totally see that. This is not okay. That. I can totally see yeah, that. Yeah, because Dodgeball is basically just a sequel version of Heavyweights for him for <laughs> that character. Much is. He's basically the same freaking guy. Oh my god! I actually saw Heavyweights on Disney Plus the other day, and I was like, Oh my god! It's been so long. It's been so long. Um, so yeah. They definitely they killed the blob. Yeah. Like, um There's something about Mary, can't watch it. It is not one of those movies that I like. Yeah, that one I don't really like that. But I always get that one mixed up with um, when Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally is a classic. I know, yes. and I love I think it's and because- Carrie Fisher's in that one. Yes, she is. Yes. And um Billy Crystal, mm-hmm. which I think the reason why is because I think I watched When Harry Met Sally, and there's something about, about Mary. Mary around the yes. same time. Yeah. And, like, they're different, but they're also, like, the comedy funny duo mm-hmm. doing yeah. funny comedy duo stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that it gets mixed up in my head all yes. the time. Like, which one's the good one? Yeah, and it's so weird because it's, like, there's so many things, like, in the producers that are kind of innuendo-y and kind of inappropriate <laughs> and kind of, you know, bordering on the verge of icky and uh-huh. nasty uh-huh. and sexist and stuff. And I'm, that I love. But, like, something about Mary, that is completely gross to me, in a way. Like, yeah. even though that's my, more my generation of humor, mm-hmm. I don't like that. I would rather watch When Harry Met Sally, where it's a little more romantic comedy, mm-hmm. rather than that. Yeah. Than something about Mary. I'd rather watch, like, any other thing other than, like, something about Mary. Or any of those other ones that has Ben Stiller in I don't know. I don't like Ben Stiller. Yeah. I can't help it. And I like I I can totally see yeah. that because like he he does play those villains characters right. well and he's a good actor, yeah. but like I I but can I love to- Zoolander because he plays such a good dumb model. <gasps> oh my god, Zoolander is so good. I love Zoolander 
Because he he plays that character well. I guess when he's just trying to play a normal person. <laughs> you just can't say that's it. That's trying to be the nice guy. Yeah. He does not come off as the nice guy. He comes off as the creepy guy who's going to, like, stab you and hide you in the trunk of his car. <laughs> and, I mean, like, I can see it. But, like, right. like honestly, though, like, him as a person, yeah. he seems like, like a oh, legitimately nice person. He's a really cool dude. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. But, yeah. I, he he just, he's too good of an actor when yeah. it comes to creepy. And his acting just, style of trying to be, like, a romantic lead or something doesn't really jive with me. Yeah. Most well, like, Will Ferrell, not ever, like, the world does not really enjoy Will Ferrell for the most part. They either love him or they hate him. Right. And see, I don't like all of Will Ferrell's stuff either, mm-hmm. but even me, who's not a big fan of Christmas movies either, I like Elf. Oh my god, it's so good. Because, like, only somebody who has no ego about himself would be willing to play a gigantic elf in yellow tights. <laughs> in New York City. In New York City as a grown man. Mm-hmm. And not have any shame about that. Right? And like, like love him or hate him, like, you gotta have respect for him in that yeah. case. Like, he is not afraid to try new things. And look stupid. And look stupid. And he's just weird. like, yeah, he's just like, no, I'm just gonna do this. Yeah. 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 I do, I do want to check out, um... Uh, Eurovision. Yes. That does, it does look good. I've heard it's supposed to be really good, so. Yeah, yeah which we'll makes me out. happy because his last comedy film, I did not watch. I did which not. was it? Um, it was Sherlock and Holmes. Oh, yeah, I didn't want to watch that. Or Holmes and Watson yeah. or something. Yeah, Holmes and Watson. Like, when I first heard about it, and like, you know me, like, yeah. huge Sherlock, Sherlock fan. Holmes fan yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Sherlock yeah. Holmes. So, like, when I heard about it, I'm like, this is either going to be great or it's going to be or horrible. terrible. Yeah. And I heard awful things. Yep. And I'm like, cool. I'm going to act like it didn't exist. Basically. Yeah. Basically. So yeah, with this new one, I'm like, okay, we're better. Yeah. We're yeah. better. you got to stick in your lane. Yeah. There are some times where you can get out of your lane and it works, but yeah, that may not be him. Right. <laughs> well, and like another movie, I mean, and I might go back and rewatch it because I haven't watched it in years, mm-hmm. is um, Step Brothers. Oh, God. That one did not jive with me as well as his other ones. No, and it had some funny parts, but for me, it all the other actors in it, it was almost that when Harry met, not when Harry met, something about Mary or meet the Fockers, meet the parents kind of one where it's mostly awkward comedy. Yeah. Where it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And I don't really enjoy that kind of comedy. I don't always I'd rather like... want witty banter comedy exactly but not that kind of comedy yeah, yeah. I, I I think you hit the nail on the head yeah. I think that's why like I mean sometimes it works well yes and sometimes you're just like Ugh. it doesn't work for me yeah and there's other people who love it maybe, maybe it's because we're too empathetic probably and I don't like people being uncomfortable it's really weird yeah like I mean yeah. like if that like if some things yeah. are uncomfortable yeah. like and it, supposed to be that way. Yeah. But when, like, the entire thing is yeah. that, and you're just like, eh. Where there's so much, like, white noise because it's all reactive stuff. Yes. And not in a good way. You're just like, this is making me very uncomfortable to witness this right now. Yeah, Because exactly. it doesn't look like they're having a good time making the movie. Uh-huh. It's very weird. It's a, ugh, it's very uncomfortable. It's like when people sing that are embarrassed to sing or not great at singing. I can't watch those things on, like, American Idol. I can't watch people, like, make themselves embarrassed or, like, make me feel embarrassed for them because they believe they're really, really good, but either they're not good 
and their mommy tells them they're good or they were good at one point and their nerves got the best of them. I can't do it. I can't watch people embarrass themselves. Yeah, I don't. It's so like, sad. That's on, I never got into American Isle for the same reason because I was just like, like, that's why I like the voice and stuff. Yeah. Because, like, they do all the pre-stuff beforehand. Mm-hmm. And what I really enjoy lately, even though I haven't watched it consecutively, is Songland. Oh. It's where people who are, like, songwriters oh. and musicians in their own right are coming to a panel of artists and selling their song to that artist. What? Like, I've heard of this. They sold... Somebody sold a song to Kelsey Ballerini, who is a current country artist. Okay. Um, and she released it as a single. Like, they'll have four or five uh, people on the show. Uh-huh. And they listen to all their demos, essentially. And then they choose which one they want to do. And then they'll mess with it. Like, him and, him and some of the other musicians on the panel will mess with the arrangement a little bit to help it flow a little bit more to or flourish you'd be a little more radio friendly okay and then the, once they come back with like those two people's like updated demo then they'll choose the artist themselves will choose who they want do they to like record. bid for it like like i want it no i want it and it's only the one artist that is there okay. that it's intended for oh and okay. then there's like two other songwriters and ryan tedder from one republic oh who can freaking do no wrong oh, he can do no wrong because no, as so. soon as somebody performs the song he's like how about you do it like this and then all of a sudden you're like Oh my god, how did he make it ten times better by switching one little thing? God, I love him. Yes. I want to go see One Republic Live They are so amazing. Bad. I want to see them so bad. Seen them two or three times, and oh it is amazing. This is why we need to go on trips. Yes. Things need to be They're life so again. good, especially at Red Rocks. Things need They're to be so on good. life again. Yeah, you gotta see them at Red Rocks. I know. Yes, because it just ruins you for everything else. Yes, it does. Um, oh, when I saw Floggy Molly yeah. at Red Rocks, oh, yeah. that was such a good Florence and Machine. Ooh. Sarah Bareilles. Uh, we wow. need to go to more concerts. Brandy Carlisle. I would love to see Imagine Dragon at Red Rocks, too. They would be really good. Uh, Ingrid Michaelson, mm. I've seen there, too. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. So good. I still have never not seen Ellie Golding in it. So I really want to see piano guys at Red Rocks that too. That would be really good. Be they have like a whole choir usually. Yeah. Women. Keith Urban would be really good there too. Ooh, I he's good that. anywhere in any Denver place. We've seen him mostly at Fiddler's Green. Oh, um, Fiddler's Green is fun. Yeah, yeah, it still is. That's like one of the first places I had an outdoor concert when I was a kid. Aww. Yeah. I feel like you told me that, but it's yeah. still sweet. <laughs> it was like when we did like the cool 107.9 concerts. Yeah. So it was like all the oldies, like people who still were alive. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, these are all these old people. And yet my family raised us on that. So we're just like, these are the songs we like to sing. Ah. Right. <laughs> you like Paul Revere and the Raiders. Like, who knows that? Me. <laughs> I wasn't even born in that time frame, but yet I know that. <laughs> Kyle might. Yeah. I'm just not good with names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so many good ones. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of went off on a long tangent. We did though. go on a tangent once again. But tech, we were talking about music. Yeah. And we watched Musicals. Musicals. So, yes. full egg circle. We just go on a rant. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is what we're you here for. You can always edit it out because we need more content I, to edit out smaller content. But You'd I don't want to that. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want it. No, you don't have to. But just in case you had to, then we can be like, oh, we can cut it right there. Or, or, that's, that, that's the cut noise. Yes. Or, yes. <laughs> Is it shameless plug time? I think so. Okay. What's a Twitter? 
On Twitter is suspend underscore reality. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, it's suspending reality podcast, of which I have not updated in a fortnight or times that by four. Uh, so yeah, I got to get on that and I'll just do like one super post or maybe two small ones so that I can be like, in this week's we covered this. And in this week's we covered this. Blah. Blah. <laughs> so yeah. That'd be good. It's been a weird year. It's been a weird year. <laughs> we started a podcast in a weird year. We didn't know it was going to be a weird year. I mean, t- this honestly kind of has been helping me through the weird year. Oh, yeah. Definitely <laughs> helping. Yeah. Just like, we did not plan on so many stops and starts, and especially for like a whole month and a half. We definitely did not figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That was not part of the deal. That's not what we're going to do. Yeah, if something happens, we'll figure it out again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll figure out a way. Yeah. I'll just smuggle myself over here. And I'll <laughs> smuggle you like drugs. I'll just be like wearing a mask, so I'll be slightly muffled the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll be like, I'm in the hallway. Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> Hello. I'm in a plastic bubble. <laughs> can you hear me? I, mean, I can hear you. I mean, we, we could plug microphones in. Headphones into yeah. these, and we yeah. could hear each other. We could plug microphones into microphones? Oh my god. Words are hard. <laughs> they are. <laughs> They're pretty hard. It's like one of those things where you so, had the phone thing, and you had to hold it up here, and you had to talk into it, and you're like, Oh, there, yeah. There. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Hello, operator. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, yes. <laughs> I need to speak one, into two, this and talk into this. One, two, three, cherry yeah. nine, please. <laughs> Exactly. Wow, I actually have like a decent 1920s voice. Woo! <laughs> uh, ah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah, it feels good. It we have energy again. Yes. And see, we already have ideas for next time. I know, it's great. Yeah. It's well, I mean, that is kind of reassuring. Oh, that yeah. Things are flowing. Again. Yes. <laughs> uh, Our brains are completely broken. Not completely. No, just mostly. Just bad. Yeah. We just need it suspended. Yeah. Okay. All right, suspendees. Stay safe. Yes. Hope everyone's breathing well. Yes. Hopefully, you're not covered in smoke. And if you are, breathe well, stay well. Take a decontamination shower. Decontamination shower and just be kind to yourself and others. Yes. (laughs) See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.